0: So Beto, are you excited about uh, WrestleMania tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really, I don't know what the card looking like. I don't know. Who, I only know the couple of uh, people that are fighting.
0: What do you have to say about the Ronda Rousey
1: fight? Um, yeah. It's a celebrity match. It's always like a celebrity match type of thing. So I'll be mean,
0: How long do you think her career in the wrestling will be? Uh, she'll probably die tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with...
1: Beto Esparza, a.k.a. Vladimir Poopin'.
0: And... Joe <laughs> And welcome. And as always, right now you're going to get to find out what we've been up to in a little segment we like to call... Beto? What's up, fool? What's up, fool?
1: What you doing, fool? I'm chillin' for, where you at i At my papa,
0: setting for, setting setting for. As but you hungry for? Yeah for, I'm starving for. Let's go grab for. I heard there's a cutting truck down the street. What's good? What's good? good good?
1: I got a Detective Pikachu when it came out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. So far, it's 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 okay. It's like a very regular, sort of generic kind of detective game. So far,
0: how's it play? Uh,
1: it's just like oh, look for clues for your um. Uh, so the beginning is like some I forget what they're called, but they're like little monkey-looking uh Pokemon. Uh-huh. They uh they steal some girl's necklace, and then you gotta find the necklace. So you gotta find clues because they tipped over like a paint jar, and the uh, their tails got paint on it. Uh-huh. Then you gotta follow the one with the... The necklace. One of them had ketchup on, on their tail. One of them had paint on their tail. And then, uh... You gotta follow the, the one with the pin on the tail. Because he's the one that took... Or she's the one that took the necklace. So you gotta find the clues. Oh, where's the paint? And all that stuff. So far, I mean, it's... It's good. I wanna keep playing it. See if it gets better. But... I hope it's not the same. Like, same thing over and over. Because it's... It's really... Yeah, it's just really kind of generically like mm-hmm. hover over certain things to pick out clues and then like oh let's gather all the clues together okay so by the clues that we all gathered uh the uh the pokemon with the necklace should be going this way so you kind of got to just keep gathering clues so it oh, just okay. like it's like it seems kind of repetitive right now which i, I hope it fucking doesn't seem like that yeah, yeah yeah that's kind of whack and i saw i saw some of the reviews for they're pretty decent but I don't know. Hopefully, as I progress, it gets better.
0: How much time have you? Ah, uh, like
1: an hour and a half, okay. maybe. maybe even less. Yeah,
0: yeah, an hour or something like that. Uh, does, it, does it seem like a Pokemon fan game? Like, oh, you'd be really into it if you knew a lot about Pokemon.
1: So far, not really. Okay. I don't. Mean, I, mean, I don't. I don't really know that many Pokemon, but it's it's cool. It's kind of weird just hearing a, a Pikachu speak like a but the deep deep voice <laughs> is kind of weird yeah but it's kind of funny just because just that's not, that's something you're not used to mm-hmm. But it's cool i also got the amiibo it's a fucking giant amiibo yeah i saw that's that like, i really that's like one of the reasons i, I got the game the uh-huh. like, I might as well just get the amiibo too or the yeah. game i got i wanted the amiibo but like i might as well just get the game so. yeah so i got that um uh what's we played a, a way out still we still yeah. haven't finished it it's
0: we stopped like we were getting I think we were at the end yeah. where it's like a good segment yeah so we kind of stopped on so that part it's yeah.
1: it's still fun it's like it's playing like couch co-op stuff it's, it's still I'm still enjoying it <coughs> I was really don't have much to talk about it. I should have brought it up but uh, hope, hoping to finish it soon though
0: it's gotten better as yeah. it's kind of, it oh, wasn't yeah. it wasn't it's not bad yeah, yeah. it's not a bad game it's fun yeah. and I think it, it really does benefit being co-op where yeah. we can Kind of coach couch go up because yeah. just what's making me laugh is just um I don't want to spoil it but you go visit someone's uh, significant other <laughs> and then you're like Hey, you better not you better just like you better not talk to her I'm like well I am gonna talk to her he's like Hey, you better not help her with that I'm yeah. like, I will help her with he's that fucking
1: trying to take my lady fucking asshole it
0: was like we play basketball with your son and yeah. then I'm just trying to take the ball away from from the Bethel. kid yeah you fucking it's think like, hey, pass it here and then like yeah. every
1: every there's like there's like little games that you can play like little mini games so there's like a a dart game so we'll play darts and then uh jesse will hit like we'll play and then like uh i'll try we'll just be it just. we always make it a competition when it comes with like little mini games so that's all it was too like when we see uh any sort of like um little side mini game yeah like little mini games like we're we mashing the button or something what was it what was <laughs>
0: Connect 4. Oh, yeah.
1: We played Connect 4 and Jesse got so pissed off. We I, I kept beating him.
0: <laughs> like, there was, like, I think what, we played probably four matches. And I think at the end of the last match, Beto goes... Ah, oh, you got me. Yeah, he was. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then Beth was like, oh. And he drops <laughs> one and wins. And I'm like, how the fuck did it happen? How the fuck did you do that? And then I, I noticed where I fucked up. And I'm like, god damn it. Like, you already thought he lost.
1: Yeah, I had like, I was just gonna <laughs> drop. I'm just like, fucking give up. I was like, shit, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I saw that last one. I was like, oh, and <laughs> dropped it. He's like, fuck. Yeah. And Jesse's just. And so I was shitty. like, you know
0: not fuck this. We gotta, we gotta go visit my wife. <laughs> Jesse just, just sucked out the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's it's cool though it's it's crazy how I don't know I, I dig it I think it's it's I've been enjoying it especially it's like really cool couch co-op and you don't see that that much and like I said last time when we played that divided screens doesn't really get in the way yeah. like you kind of focus on yours and you forget there's a second screen or the, the screens divided into two yeah
1: yeah that's pretty much it I saw I saw <laughs> I saw Goodfellas three times. <laughs> I saw Goodfellas twice last week, and I saw it again this week. And just, it's just—it's so fucking good. I just—that's like a movie that I never get tired of. It's just so fucking entertaining. So if you have Netflix, it's—it's it's on Goodfellas or Goodfellas is on there. Uh, watch it because it's fucking great.
0: It's a movie where it has—it it keeps going from a good one good segment to another. Like one good line, one good story beat, and that where you're like, okay, I'm going to watch this part. Yeah. And then the next good part comes on, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this.
1: Yeah, like I, I can even watch it on regular TV, censored and everything. I'll, I'll uh-huh. watch it halfway, like when it's already halfway through, and I'll still keep watching it because mm-hmm. it's still so good. Um, <clears throat> I remember <laughs> I bought the DVD. Cause mm-hmm. Remember DVDs had two sides to them? Yes. Uh-huh. So I bought that DVD, and my brother and I watched it, put it in, and it starts with. Uh, with uh, with the wife. Oh yeah, hitting the button, hitting the bun. Janice yeah. Rossi, Janice. There's a hole in your building. All yeah, that yeah. stuff. I was like, I thought that was the beginning of the movie, so we would watch it right there, and then <laughs> then something happened. Like I was like, what is it? Because I thought it was okay. So I thought it was because there were some DVDs that had one side was uh widescreen and the other side was yeah. f- uh, full screen. Uh-huh. So I thought one side was full screen. So I was like, a, I just watched the other side and it was halfway in already halfway into it. Yeah. I was like, this is
0: still a good movie cuz the first side ends when spider gets shot, no? I don't remember. I think it does, I don't know.
1: But uh yeah, it started off like that and then we I would just keep watching it. Then I I don't know if some I think one day I just I put the wrong side in mm-hmm. and then I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did I put the wrong side on? And it just ended up like finding out that there was a, a another half of that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a, it's a movie that I can watch from wherever and still really enjoy it. Yeah. I'm to Joe. What's your favorite mom movie? What's my favorite what? Mom movie. Uh, Godfather three. Three? Fuck yeah, dude! That's the fucking best it's one. The best one. The incest in it? Oh my god, dude! I wish I could fuck one. Oh of my yeah, cause they're two <laughs> cousins, huh? <Yeah>. Ugh. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> he was Sonny's. Sonny's, he was Sonny's uh, illegitimate illegit- son. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Francis Ford is like, yeah, I'll give my daughter that part yeah. to where she can. Yeah. I mean, she turned into a good director. This. Yeah.
2: Huh? I mean she turned into a good director so I guess.
0: I don't think I don't I've seen to. any of her movies. I wasn't seen Lost, is good. Lost in Translation. Yeah, I heard that was good. I wa- I remember we started watching it when we were younger at uh-huh. your house or it was two movies to choose from and I wanted to watch that one but we chose another one. I forget. I remember. But yeah, I have seen it. It's yeah.
2: good. Lost Translation. That's a fun movie. It It's so different. It's it's like not like it's not a comedy or it's yeah, it's just it's like a drama. It's but just like
1: things happen. It's not yeah. even like a crazy, like, story where or, or it's, where, I don't know, just like, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I haven't seen it in such a long time, but I just remember it's just, it's just things happening, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> really,
2: I mean, and it's really fucking just cool to watch, like, to look at, to just go through and, like, see Japan, really, you know what I mean, yeah. like, Tokyo or wherever that's. Yeah, yeah it's always do. fun, like,
1: when movies are set. Because places, they take like you in a deep into places, places like, well, like little clubs and bars yeah. so
2: like holy fuck it's crazy um so for me um i played i haven't played i haven't i don't know man i haven't not that i don't want to play but i just haven't had a lot of time so i haven't played um yeah. uh, dead by daylight and i want to play some more but I, I just time wise i haven't had time yeah um i started playing neo i felt like it was time for me to start playing something different so i started playing yeah. uh I played some of uh, some Neo. I uh, so
1: hard, dude. Like I didn't get. How far did you get in that game, really? Like I, I probably played like thirty minutes of it. and I couldn't beat a part. It was so hard. Did you beat the bastard executioner? What's that? The the.
2: Did you finish this the intro? One, right.
1: Yeah, but that was easy though. Like.
2: Like when he turns to.
1: Yeah. But that's all you. Did. Then I did a little bit after that. Maybe like thirty, forty, five minutes after. Did you?
2: Uh, I'm still pretty fucking early on. Yeah. I don't even think I'm that. That far I actually started I I loaded it up And started playing it The other day And then I stopped And then this Today actually I put about an hour in And I got past that part And um Just Kind of
1: Learning the systems And everything Yeah
2: I Sorry Um Sorry I played Bloodborne So
0: I kind of feel like I
2: I Kind of understand it I actually want to get back Into playing
0: Bloodborne too. That's free right Yeah Isn't it Yeah, Yeah It already Yeah Uh, It ended It was last
1: month (gasps) I don't think I downloaded it Fuck
0: Really? Yeah
1: (laughs) Shit I'd probably buy it For like five bucks It's like ten bucks now Yeah it's cheap Um
2: so I, I've played Bloodborne, uh, and it's definitely it's not this it's it's different, mm-hmm. but it's still in that same realm. It's it's, it's a pretty fucking tough game, uh, but Dark
0: Souls esque. Yeah, I would Dark say it's Souls still Souls more. Of, uh, it's more.
2: Qu- it's faster paced for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that there's a lot of options in the game. You can uh, choose to play in like a photo, like a, not photo mode, but like a movie mode. There's you can try it. You can play it in a um, performance mode, so you can opt for. You know uh, like the 4k mode you know uh, 30 frames per second mm-hmm. or you can play it in lower resolution and opt for the 60 frames um and i've been playing it in the 60 frames mode you know just for performance because i feel like in a game like that you really want you want to have that yeah performance but um it's it's been cool i mean I, i'm it is it's really fucking hard um but I, I i've been enjoying it so far yeah. i love the kind of like the whole atmosphere of the game so far it's it's really really cool yeah, I'm um, really digging that. Uh, beyond that, uh, went to the movies. Me and Jess went and saw Ready Player One. How was it? Um, it was okay. Uh, I, it, it's it. You know, it's being advertised as fucking mm. big old nostalgia fest. Mhm. You know, with with a shitload of Easter eggs, and it delivers that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Is it overabundance? Like, is there too much to where you're like, all right, calm down? Oh, you don't even catch it all. You oh, can't really? see it all. Oh, yeah. so it's just like hidden in the background.
2: Uh, it, it no, it, it's all in the foreground, but I mean, oh, there, there okay. are scenes where like there's there's like a war going on, on, or there's like a, a battle going on. Uh-huh. There's just so much shit that you would literally have to like pause frame by frame and be like, oh, that's from so and so, or that's from so and so, or that's from this or that. Yeah. Some of the Easter eggs are are more obscure, like you know, far in in a battle you could see something, and then some of them are like, yeah, they're right, they pop right out at you, or you know, there, there's scenes built around them. Like there's a T Rex, the T Rex is in it from you know. Jurassic Park, Mm -hmm. uh, King Kong, there's moments with King Kong, you know, there's a lot of different stuff.
0: Peter Jackson's King Kong, or just a King Kong? I
2: don't
1: know,
0: that's a good
2: question. Probably Peter Jackson's King Kong.
0: Who else?
1: Is there a Queen Kong? (laughs) No,
2: there was not. Um, I was trying to think what else. You you know, I I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Wreck-It Ralph, have you seen it? No. Uh, I'd I, 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 I like to I, I kind of think of, of ready player One as like, oh, it's it's like the it's a fucking live <laughs> action Part Even two, though yeah. it's not really live action because it's a lot of CGI There's a lot of cute computer generated um, scenes in the movie uh-huh. But I still kind of kids it like oh, it's kind of like the wreck it Ralph It's like the live-action wreck-it Ralph that you know,
0: I, I Like Rick and Ralph was just more it was one thing was everyone's like you gotta watch you like it and I'm like, okay It's like oh, but you gotta watch it, You'll like it. Okay, and then Someone else will keep telling me that. And they're like, you, you, you should watch it. You'll like it. And I'm like, all right. It's like, hey, you'll like it because there's a Metal Gear reference in it. I'm like, well, well I'm going to be looking yeah. out for it. It's always a bummer. Like, you didn't watch it? No, I never did. I didn't care to.
1: I liked it. it, it because
0: you know what? I just saw I ended. Up, they ended up showing that reference. And all it is is he takes out the, the exclamation mark mm-hmm. out of a box. And it goes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's like Cool, it saved me What, 12 bucks at the theater? It's definitely a. um, uh,
2: It's kind of like Sort of like a live action version Of a Wreck-It Ralph With all those Uh um, But it's more uh, It's not just video games Pop culture in general Okay Um,
0: Story-wise But it's based on a video game Being in a virtual world though, right? Yeah So Would you say it's the best Video game movie ever?
2: I would I mean, what is our reference point for best?
0: Uh, what we I don't know. Mario what Brothers? is? Yeah, Mario Brothers. Oh, it's way better than <laughs> way better than that. Wait, we've <laughs> had this. We've done an episode, and I completely forgot. What did did we even talk about? Mortal what we Kombat thought was. The best? was fucking I would say Mortal Kombat was the closest, not the greatest uh, thing, yeah, but yeah. but it's like it as fun. the source material, it's like yeah, it, it, it ends kind of like whatever. You know.
1: Mortal Kombat Two though that was, it was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered what the
2: story behind Mortal Kombat Two was. Like where the, like considering like the, it was like hey we did it we didn't do bad with this first one and then like they they were just like yeah this fucking second one's gonna blow it out. Of the water. <laughs> you know, I've been and watching a lot like, of crap. I've been <laughs> watching a lot of like dick in the dust
0: videos of people talking about what happened to certain movies like from like popular series or a popular movie and I, I watched one about The Hobbit like what was wrong with The Hobbit like what went wrong and I think it's just studio meddling like hey people want this do this you know it's like. Yeah. because the first one it's like yeah studios okay yeah you're gonna do this we're gonna pay you this much and it does great alright like now you have to add this you have to add what the people want what What do people like oh it's more. Or Mortal Kombat 3 is out put Cyrax in it put Shiva in it put this person in it when they should have just calmed down to and Ross been like "Go, Goro okay this is the second Mortal Kombat while well, not instead of going with everyone who was an ultimate like put Jackson and all that crap just go slowly and just keep the same characters and maybe add people who were in two which what was Barack what was the one with the blade arms Barack Obama like just add that like Barakas, yeah. that, Like they just <laughs> they threw everything oh people like the character throw this throw this throw this like yeah. what they could have done was just keep the same characters bring Scorpion back or something and people would be like oh he's back oh that's dope I think it was just them going oh fans like to throw this on it and, and I think it's the studio's melody in it so you know movie was really good Plus that
2: first that first one had that fucking kick ass song
0: Mortal Kombat! And then everybody used it for fucking
1: like anime <prended out> uh, highlights. I even saw that Dragon Ball Z had that. Dragon Ball Z highlight with that. Yes. Had that Zero. Scorpion.
2: <laughs> Luke
1: Kang. Mastodon! That's
2: the wrong one. <laughs> um. So yeah, Uh. saw that. Um. I also saw Jumanji. Jumanji. And, <laughs> I, and I
0: bring that up because that's also technically. The in movie the movie? sequel it so we talked shit about it because that's why we brought that up we didn't talk shit about it we, that, that episode we did about Spooky oh, yeah, yeah, that about was the, one of the reasons we brought that the, one up oh, we we yeah, saw yeah. the trailer huh? yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: and um, it is a it, it was I, I was told that it was pretty funny like really really funny uh-huh. Uh huh. it was not as funny as people made it out to be it wasn't terrible it was okay it mm-hmm. was you know uh, it was it was okay it was, you know, it's this whole movie. It's like the whole, you know, a clever gimmick for the plot. You know, uh-huh. the characters are all put into, you know, they go into the world, but they're in different bodies, and all the bodies are like the opposite of basically who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um,
0: it was okay. It wasn't like. It Wasn't
2: great. It wasn't as I mean, definitely wasn't as funny as I, I, some people were making it out to be.
0: So like you had high expectations for the comedy in it. Yeah, I
2: thought it was gonna be pretty funny because every, like everything about it, everything that I heard was that it was pretty funny. So mm-hmm. it was like okay, but no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't as funny as as people said. <sighs>
0: but I mean, it wasn't bad. It was still yeah. okay. Um, this is what I heard, and and I want to see if you you agree with this. Is I heard that the movie was better than it looked. And also, you know how, before, you know, you meet The Rock, Jack Black, and all these other characters who they become in the game, that actually, the teenagers in it, you actually like them. Like, their little story, like, how they started that up was was kind of like, oh, you were engaged by it. That's yeah, what they were, they yeah. were okay. Uh, like okay.
2: The, the whole idea with the teenagers was kind of cool. Like like I said, it, and it's all the, the same thing. It's like you have your, you know, before they go in, you have your jock, your nerd, um, and then you have your like the stereotypical like, jock you got the nerd you got the the really really like uh popular girl popular girl and then you have the girl oh, that's kind of like uh uh she's like low self-esteem stuff. kind of like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so, yeah. and then they all get put in there one thing i never really understood like i, I kept hearing about the whole thing I'm like oh well they put so and so in that outfit in that outfits do you remember that when like she took pictures or something like that like they did they, uh, a little thing and it was the rock um jack black um uh, kevin hart and then the other girl and, and people were kind of like i remember people were giving like she's talking shit like oh why is she they got her in this crop top and like
0: impressed stuff yeah i didn't i don't re- remember hearing about that but i remember hearing that i remember that happening with uh jennifer lawrence for that movie when red she, sparrow or something she dressed up or was something it, or like she, did- it was like a photo shoot she, she had like a dress and it was cold outside and people were like oh, oh yeah. they made her not Wear a and then she like, came oh, back, guys, and she's like, "I fucking wanted to take it yeah. off."
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they. I, I remember there being some kind of in, like a like a fucking people were like, "Oh, I can't believe they made her dress like that," and "Oh, it's over sexualizing." But like in the movie, it makes total sense because it's like the fucking it's the oh it, in the movie. Well, no, they had her dressed as she was, you know, in in the movie, like in her movie outfit, right? Mm-hmm. And and it made you know and the rest it, of the guys weren't. Yeah, and well, they they all the other guys were dressed like you know the Rock was dressed as whatever character he is. Karen
0: Gillian is who you're talking about.
2: Okay, her. Yeah, they made her dress. They 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 dressed her, and she's got like a crop top with shorts on, and everything. And then like people were like, yeah, they made her dress like this for whatever reason. I don't know. And then, but when you watch the movie, you're like, it's her character is. She's the game character. And the girl that's the, the low self-esteem, kind of like less confident one, yeah, the introvert, she's the one that's in that body. So in the in the, in the context of the movie, it makes fucking sense. Yeah. So everyone just made a big old deal about her, how she was fucking <clears throat> dressed in the hand. But I was like, dude, it was part of the fucking movie. It, it just, I don't know, it was one of those things where it's like, it's people bitching for reasons, just looking for reasons to fucking bitch about it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of thought that was like, that's kind of stupid.
0: So in Jumanji... Welcome to the jungle. Well, th- that's what's called, right? Yeah. Okay. I felt like I was making that up. because it so, like, <laughs> It's kind
2: of like Ghostbusters, answer the call. Yeah. It's All weird that.
0: how they're adding these. It should, be, it should be called
1: Ghostbusters, welcome to the jungle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle, and um, ready player one. Do they depict gaming, video gaming games realistically? Or does it have that Hollywood kind of like, ooh, it's a video game. So, the person who has the controller is going like this. Click, click. Like, just, like, moving the the sticks like crazy and hitting it. And then they go like, oh, man, I lost level. Now I got to recharge to get into level two and get the dragon key. No, they they really, at
2: least in Jumanji, they never really do anything like that. Actually, one thing that I thought was clever in Jumanji is, like, when they enter the world, Mm -hmm. each one has a tattoo. And each tattoo is three bars. And one of the characters early on in the movie dies. And then it's fucking basically dropped from the fucking, uh, from the, uh, the sky, sky uh-huh. falls and one of the fucking bars goes away and they quickly figure out, oh fuck, we only have three lives. To
1: Did they say to you if you die in the game, you die in real life?
2: Huh? No. Didn't no. Say like that. no, no. But I just thought it was funny that they were just like, <laughs> they drop down and they're just like, no, I think what it is is like, then you're stuck there. That's the whole idea. Is like if you if you lose all your lives in yeah. the game, you can't fucking continue. You're done. Uh-huh. Um, what well, does something like that happen in the original Jumanji? Yeah, and there's a character in this Jumanji that's also. It's not um, obviously. It's not Robin Williams. It's oh fucking Nick fuck! I uh,
0: know. Spoiler uh, alert, is guys. It um, is it? Hold on. Is it? Um.
1: The kid with the monkey. The monkey.
0: No, kid? not the kid. It was Kiss the cop. Dance? Right? Is it the cop? Doofy? The cop in, uh, <laughs> he was in a living color. Uh, David Allen Greer. No, was it? David? No. Jim Carrey. No. Fuck! I forget his name. In the movie. No, this who movie? is it? Who is it? Comes back from, from Jumanji. Damon Wayans. No, no, no. I forget in, his name. In, in, in
2: what Jumanji, In Like the original? Or Are you talking about the yeah, original
0: Jumanji? Uh-huh. Are you saying someone from the original Jumanji? Well, it's Robin
2: Williams. Is in the original. No, 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 no. Not oh, that but they I come back. The cu- oh no, 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 they do the same thing where there's someone that's been stuck in the game for oh. X amount of oh. years. So I thought Robin you were saying Williams. like somebody
1: from the movie, yeah, from the original yeah. movie. No, came no, no, okay. no, 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 no. That's too many. So I was like, "Christian, sorry, sorry." Robin Williams is the one
2: that's that's stuck in it though, right? Yeah. Okay. So in this one, it's fucking.
1: Is Joe Jonas?
2: Yeah, Joe or Nick? I'm uh, not sure which one. One of the cutie pies. He uh, got stuck in the game. Yeah, he gets into the game and, he, and like basically he's like his excuse is like I've only got one le- life left. He doesn't want. He doesn't know what's gonna happen, so he, he basically stops playing.
0: All right, you know how in the original Jumanji they made it like fuck, like you're fucked if you lose in this game, mm-hmm. and there's that tension like you're like oh shit, go- oh he's gonna get something's gonna happen. Yeah. Is there any tension in the second really, one? Or is it just because like you know it's it's
2: fucking Jumanji. It's
0: it, well, I Jumanji mean, was scary. Yeah, but oh, you know,
2: scary. I feel yeah. like like you're gonna go in, you know, it's gonna fucking happen. Jumanji
0: and, was like back then, this uh, uh, paranormal activity. That's how scary it was. It was not <laughs> that scary. Um, <laughs> no, is it, the, Robin you know, Williams' character lost his whole entire childhood. That's scary.
2: Well, so did Nick Jonas in this movie. No, he's still kind
0: of he's still, still kind of. Yeah, did he say what age? He's like I started playing this when I was four.
2: Yeah, well he doesn't he doesn't realize that like he he loses. I, I guess in a way like he's like oh, I've been here like I think at one point i was he's like I've been here a couple months. You know it's like sorry already been like oh, this. Okay, and then. Like, then it's no big deal. No, no, but in in the real life like it's been twenty years some like sh- some shit like that.
0: But he stays young forever.
2: No, he doesn't. As a matter of fact, he ends up becoming Colin Hanks at the end when he gets out of the game. For real? Because in the movie, yeah, in the movie, he's like, I got, he gets to, like, once they go back, he gets sent back to his, to the time, to to wherever he came from. Yeah. It's weird. It's just, it's hard to explain.
0: Colin Hanks doesn't look that old, though. He's older now, but. He's in, like, his 40s. Yeah. So that's, like, your punishment, like, you're Joe Jonas, but then you become Colin Hanks?
2: Yeah. That's tough. That is scary. But, um, it was okay overall. I wouldn't mind it, uh, that's pretty much it. Jesse,
0: what about you, man? I put aside for a long time the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask for the 3DS, and I finally picked it back up because I was like close to the end, and I beat it. And I'm happy to say that Majora's Mask is a very good game. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it, it's probably is it better than Ocarina of the Time?
1: The here, Ocarina of the Time.
0: Here, here's the thing: Ocarina of Time is a good game. Everyone says it's the best Zelda game ever. I personally really like A Link to the Past, and and but I mean a lot of that's the thing. That's a tough thing. Like people go, "Oh, is it better?" Majora's is Majora's Mask is way different than yeah, Ocarina of Time take gameplay. Yeah, what actually place in, a, yeah. well, actually, place in a Hyrule, right? No, it's different. It's from the no, same no. timeline. It's the same character from. Um, so you're getting Kid Link from Ocarina of Time when that ends, and he goes. Uh, to f- try to find Navi because Navi goes away at the end of Ocarina of Time So he oh. goes searching for him and then when he goes into the woods to go search for Navi to f- find his friend um, He encounters the Skull Kid who already has the Majora's mask and then he finds himself in Termina and He doesn't know where that is. It's nowhere in Hyrule Even when you talk to people there and say like oh, I'm from Hyrule or whatever. They're like, we don't know what the that fuck is. is Yeah, that? we don't know And it's a different game when you're coming from like Ocarina of Time going into Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask is completely different. So I could see people probably not really digging it coming from Ocarina of Time going into Majora's Mask. Because not only is it, not saying that there's no action to it, but you have the three day system and having to control time. Mm. So you only have three days to complete certain tasks. If you end up dying, you you go right all the way back, kind of like the movie Groundhog's Day, and you have to start all over again. Uh, But there's ways of doing, if you complete tasks, but you need more time, you can go back in time. But as long as you completed a certain task, you will have that item with you in the beginning. But this, the, you could still kind of do that mission again, but you don't have to because you already have the item that you need. Um, But anyway, those type of games with how it is and like how dark the story is and you get to meet the town and meet the townsfolk of Termina. I like that type of stuff, I like very heavy sto- story driven stuff. It does get, when you start playing the game more, you learn different songs on the ocarina to slow down time. So time you have three days, not like real life three days, but three days in the game. You can learn how to slow that down so you have more time to complete tasks or, or do certain things that does have tensions because you can like toward the end of the game there's like a huge kind of dungeon you have to kind of do and a quest and it was to the point where I was so close to the end of the day ending that I only had like about five minutes to complete a task and I was rushing through it and I'm like I just need to do this to get a heart container so I can fill up my hearts and like I had like 20 more seconds and i was right at where i had to be so i could go outside to kind of reverse time back to the original day because that's all i needed to do because i can't do it inside a dungeon and i missed it and i died and i had to, i lost everything but i was able to load my previous save and i was good mm-hmm. um but no um majority is i really liked it it has probably one of the darkest stories in a zelda game really fun and those type, of, th- those type of Zelda games I like a lot when it doesn't have anything to do with Hyrule. Uh, like Link's Awakenings and An Island. And that one's a really weird one and kind of dark uh, game too. But those are like a lot of my favorite Zelda games. So I, like I finally beat it. Finally did it. Um, also in the game like you can collect all 24 masks. And if you collect the different masks you um, get the Fierce Deity mask for your final fight with the boss. And when you get that, you're so powerful. It's nothing. Oh, yeah. You beat the best like nothing. So that was cool. That was really fun. That was fun because it's for a lot of people. That's probably like, oh man, this sucks. I I beat it like nothing. But for me, if you can if you can earn the if you can earn something to where you earned it, and it's easy to beat. I think that's the reward.
1: Yeah, that's how I felt with the um, Breath of the Wild. Like some of the stuff was really hard, and then. The bosses were easy, but the main boss was also I, I beat it pretty quick. I didn't yeah. die, I don't think I died once
0: and it, Ganon, when you find yeah. Calamity Ganon. Climb it again.
1: Yeah. But it was just like the adventure was fucking worth it, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That was awesome. But uh yeah, no, Majora's Mask is cool. I highly recommend it. Um and it's weird, it's like there's not a lot of bad Zelda games. There's only a few there's more good than bad. And sometimes when they're bad, they're not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousins Amber and Janice ended up getting a PS4, so that's been really cool because we've been able to play, uh, De- Dead by Daylight with Janice, uh, but she ended up, my cousin Janice ended up talking about playing, because we recommended games for her, so she got the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection, and she finished one and is on two, so that kind of made me want to replay those games, and I had just finished, uh, Uncharted 1 and 2 again, for a second time that one's really cool because you get to appreciate two more and i appreciate uncharted 1 a little bit more but it is the rougher one of the three or uh, of the newer ones too four and uh but yeah that's just pretty much why i've been playing older games i haven't mm. really played much all right uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with news so see you in a bit Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Warner Brothers has announced that it has entered into an agreement with IO Interactive to publish Hitman and will release Hitman's Definitive Edition on May 18th. Last year, Square Enix withdrew its ownership of IO, but the Danish developer retained the Hitman license. Warner Brothers announcement currently only concerns the existing first season of the last Hitman game, but the announcement of a new Hitman game on the horizon. This could indicate a future relationship too. Working with a partner like Warner Brothers means that the team at I.O. can stay focused on what we're good at making games, said a CEO, Haken Anbrack. Hitman Definitive Edition will release on the PS4, or PS1 with Pro and X, X enhanced versions and will include the entirety of Season 1, the Game of the Year edition content, Summer Bonus Episodes, Blood Money Requiem Pack, and the IO 20th Anniversary Outfit Bundle. The latter bundle adds extra outfits for the Agent 47 themed after IO's other IPs, Freedom Fighters, Kanan Lynch, and Mini Ninjas. Hitman took an unconventional episodic approach in its 2016 incarnation, one that proved controversial but ultimately proved successful. So I think it's cool that IO, you know, they partnered up with Warner Brothers and they're able to release Hitman and maybe possible Hitman games in the future. But.
2: So many microtransactions. But because, yeah, because of, yeah, because of Warner Brothers,
0: that's why I put this in the podcast, because I knew you guys would say something. Oh, because yeah. how Warner Brothers is. That's the, the
2: worry. Well, Jesse, I mean, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, I am concerned about microtransactions, although I may comment more on this as we lead into our next story.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: I don't like Jackson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Michael Treads Jackson?
2: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I don't like Michael Treads Jackson.
0: I just like the regular <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yes, and several months after its release, Middle-earth, Shadow of War is permanently removing all microtransactions. Posted on Warner Brothers Games' official website, the announcement states that being able to buy orcs with real-world money undermines the experience born from Shadow of War's nemesis system. The core promise of the nemesis system is the ability to build relationships with your personal allies and enemies in a dynamic open world, reads the post. While purchasing orcs in the market is more immediate and provides additional player options, we have come to realize that providing this choice risks undermining the heart of our game. The Nemesis system It allows you to miss out on awesome player stories you could have otherwise created and it compromises those some stories even if you don't buy anything. Simply being aware that they are available for purchase reduces the immersion in the world and takes away from the challenge of building your personal army and your fortresses. In order to fully restore the core promise of the Nemesis system, we will be permanently removing gold war chests and markets from Shadow of War. This means the option to purchase gold and real-world money, and the ability to gain orc followers from the war chest will be removed. The changes will go, to in- will go into effect on May 8th when players will no longer be able to purchase gold with real-world money. Players will still be able to spend gold and receive it until the market is closed for good on July 18th. The timing is in step with Shadow of War's Desolation of Mortar expansion, also due next month.
1: So this game's been out almost a year, and they're like, "Hey, you know what?" Like we, six months. It took them this long to fucking yeah. figure it out. Yeah, I mean, still, that's what I was getting to. Like, it took them this long to fucking be like, "Hey, you know what? That's not that's not good. That that, that affects your gaming experience."
0: I mean, th- is it? Did it really take them that long, or did they see, "Hey, no one's buying anything?" Well, I'm sure it was Probably, that no yeah. one was buying it. Yeah,
2: because if people were buying it, they wouldn't have
1: taken it out. Yeah, at least, I mean, people saw all that bullshit too. Like, nobody wants to
0: buy fucking loot boxes for a single player game. Ooh, but before you say anything else, guys, mm-hmm. we also have this Dice and EA have revealed that sweeping changes being made to Star Wars Battlefront 2's controversial progression system in a new update. EA is hoping to put the rest of pay to win concerns by maybe making progression linear classes, heroes, and ships you use in multiplayer, now individually earned experience points. Experience points help you level up and each level awards a skill point which can be spent on gameplay changing star cards. Star cards and other gameplay changing unlocks will not be purchasable with either credit, currency earned through gameplay, or returning crystals, paid currency. Star cards will also no longer be found in crates. Crates will now only contain credits or cosmetic items like emotes or victory poses. Crates can also not be purchased with any currency and will only be awarded as a daily login bonus for completing time challenges or completing milestones. Everything players have earned before this update will remain theirs and unchanged. After the update, the crystal currency will return but the only one function to buy new cosmetic only skins for classes and heroes which can also be purchased with credits. If you've ever dreamed of being a part of the resistance as a Rodian, your chance is right around the corner. Reads the update statement. This new appearances will begin to arrive this month, or arrived last month. It's starkly different from systems to one the EA was forced to promise to change. Originally, the primary source of the progression in the game was tied to crates, making it essential, ra- essentially random, and benefiting those who would pay to instantly unlock loot boxes with real world money. Even without paid currency, the system was slow and unintuitive. So you have Shadow of War. Mm -hmm. You have Hitman going to Warner Brothers, and we're worried because Warner Brothers, who also owns Shadow of War, does the microtransaction stuff, and Star Wars, with its controversial loot box system and everything, is now changing their ways.
1: I like how they say, like, oh, (laughs) you... They explain to us how how you build currency like it's a new thing but that's fucking what a lot of games have been doing like oh you build currency by playing the game
0: yeah and it's, it's just something that we've always done and I don't know it's it's Warner Brothers EA any real game company they're trying to find ways of getting extra revenue oh yeah and it blew up It exploded in EA's face with Star Wars Battlefront Two, and Shadow of War. That was something that was criticized. I don't. It didn't get that much, you know, traction news-wise because Star Wars kind of. It was around the same time as Star Wars. I mean, people were pissed because it's a single-player game. There's no multiplayer game, and they were making you buy stuff for loot boxes, or there was loot boxes in it. So you have all this, Joe. What do you think? What's going on? What do you think it is? We've kind of brought it up, but.
2: I just think I think people aren't fucking they they aren't they aren't buying I think in Battlefront's case it's it's also with all the fucking bad press you know I think they were in a situation where uh, microtransactions were something that they were getting they were definitely getting money from look it EA is driven 100% by fucking Madden you know their 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 thoughts on it it's all driven from Madden's Ultimate Team and the FIFA, FIFA. fucking Ultimate Team. Yeah, yeah. Money make, they're, they're like the money they make, they're trying to find. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, they're trying to find as many ways as possible to fucking suck more money from consumers. So they wanted to try it with their multiplayer games, um, and they, you know, they chose to do it with Battlefield. It was a bad fuck or Battle Battlefront. It was a bad fucking call. Mm-hmm. People didn't like it, and. um... And yeah, people revolted, but worse than that, it became, you know, it became newsworthy. And once that happened, it gave pretty much, I, you know, I honestly feel like the Battlefront series is fucking ruined already. I mean, yeah. It's been re-ruined
0: now. Mm-hmm. And well, now, whenever they come out with a Battlefront 3, now people are really gonna, yeah. they're yeah, really yeah, gonna, gonna make, to make sure, like, the fuck out of you. you know, they're gonna be like, oh, what or, are or they gonna do? What, what's What's up? You know, even if. Are they going to go back to... Because when Battlefront 2 was announced, they said, hey, all DLC is free. Mm -hmm. And all of us thought, wait, there's a catch.
1: There's something. And
0: the catch was the loot boxes, the stupid ways of earning credits and everything. So what's going to happen next? Are they going to say, hey, Star Wars Battlefront 3, here's our DLC season pass for $30. Because now they can't do the loot box anymore. So now they're going to charge for the DLC. And if anyone comes back at them, they're going to be like, well, you don't like paying for this stuff, so we're just gonna go back to what we did, where you purchased the downloadable season pass, the DLC. I mean, would they still get shipped for it? You think?
2: I don't know, but I don't. I don't even. I'm not even sure there's gonna but be a like Battlefront Three. Really, people you like don't think play. so? I, I mean, know. EA paid for that license. They did, but I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of a provision or some kind of a clause where if Disney wants to take it back, they will. And and I I, I feel, if I'm Disney, you know, at this point. It's not, it, it looks bad. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you go, you know, pull it back, go somewhere else or take enough, take a few more years off. They won't do that. They won't take years off, but I, I could see them holding off on doing any more Battlefronts and focusing on like other experiences, you know? Yeah. I'm sure they got that destiny type Star Wars game coming out eventually. That's something that that's, you know, that's big to them. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't see it coming back anytime soon.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's, it's now like, this would be like the moment if, you know, like what I'm saying, like, remember we talked about like, when would we ever get it? And I was like, okay, now that we know this, this is the time. And you know what? I still don't want it.
0: Yeah. Even, <laughs> what was it? I, I think it was, I think uh, my cousin asked, asked me and Bethel, like, hey, when are you guys going to get Star Wars Battlefront 2? And I'm like, oh, probably when it's 20 bucks. And Bethel's like, ah, 10. And she's like, oh, I got it for like 23 bucks. I'm like, oh, I'll wait till it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's still too much. I think that really, like, affects, like, my opinion on how... Like, I get it. Like, for a lot of people, and I talked talked about it on the episode where I was, you know, where I interviewed Terry. And we talked about why I brought up, hey, you know, if people enjoy it, that's cool. I don't want to ruin anyone's fun. But that type of stuff, seeing how some... um, companies are treating or how they misuse or take advantage of certain things doing loot boxes microtransactions for like cosmetic stuff like sometimes you just have to draw the line and sometimes for me it's just like i don't feel comfortable purchasing certain games now yes you can call me a hypocrite because i'm a huge fan of dragon ball you know i love i love dragon ball the series dragon ball z dragon ball super and you know when dragon ball fighters came out I bought the ninety-five-dollar one that came with the eight downloadable characters. You know, and that's uh, if you want to say it, it's hypocritical of me because it's like, well, you're paying for DLC. You don't know what's gonna what it's gonna be, and they announced it before the game is came out. And it's like, yeah, you're right. You know, I can't really talk, but sometimes certain things I'm okay with, and other things I'm just like, no, that's that's purposely trying to take money away from consumers or me, and I don't like it so this week there was a few games that were announced for release date this week and last week they announced dragon quest 11 is coming out september 4th in america they finally announced the release date also september 7th we're getting spider-man for the playstation 4 by insomniac games september 14th they're releasing shadow of the tomb raider and on september 21st spyro reignited trilogy was announced which spyro got leaked a day before on amazon mexico uh website so it got posted i i like people found out a day before um but everyone realized all these great games i don't know about tomb raider but all these great games are coming out in september dragon quest 11 spider-man shadow of the tomb raider and FIFA. spyro reignited trilogy and fifa 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 is usually september
1: september october
0: september october so i mean i don't know what do you guys think of these announcements and also like spyro the reignited trilogy that's cool like I'm a, i I want to get that yeah, i never played them they look you know, cool though yeah, yeah yeah and you know they had they did crash now they're doing spyro What do you guys think about these releases? And also, what other trilogy of games do you want them to see remade?
1: Well, um...
0: Oh shit, and what if Red Dead comes out in September? Fuck. I I I doubt it, but that seems like a good date because you don't want to go up against Call of Duty in October, November. Maybe early October. Maybe August for Red Dead, but they haven't announced it. Yeah. They can. They, they can they can announce the release date. At, at, at E3? They can at E three and they come out. Ooh, and then like Bethesda has, Bethesda has their, E three announcement, and Bethesda always announces games that are going to come out at the end of the year anyway. Yeah. So a lot of people think of the next Elder Scrolls game. Anyway, I'm going off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> what what was announced? What do you guys think? Uh,
2: Spider Man. I'm hoping that that's really cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: I really don't care about Spiral. I just yeah. I
2: didn't play them. Back when they first came out, and now you're I've just heard like they're—I've f- I've heard they're cool, mm-hmm. but nah, I really have no interest in it. But the, gosh, I mean, that's it's a cute c- character. I yeah, like it's that. adorable. Uh, <laughs> um
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Like, I'll probably wait for it to, to drop in price, or how, depending on how uh, how much it costs. But I just thought it was really cool that you could put in your uh, Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane Trilogy, mm-hmm. and then just hit the kind of pretty much like a Konami code, and it'll show you the trailer. Yeah. I just thought that's a good idea for like a lot of things. Like the next Red Dead, you put in your fucking GTA, you put in some sort of code. and see the some trailer. Some a combination, and then you see the trailer for it. That's fucking dope.
0: Yeah, it's a cool way
1: of like... To promote something. To it?
0: promote something and have someone pop in the... And then you're like, oh, I'm already playing GTA, so yeah it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I thought, that, I thought that was really creative i've never seen it, anything like that before uh for i mean spider-man i'm pretty excited for i hope it's good i hope it's not a lot of uh from what we've seen like seems like very quick timey yeah um yeah so we'll see we'll see how the, when that comes out
0: yeah. uh, i'm stoked dragon quest finally is getting a release date for america And I'm excited because they're the only one. There's always probably, um, (laughs) there has always been a thing they've always done with the American release of Dragon Quest, always gets extra improvements in Japan. When Dragon Quest 11 came out, there's no audio track, as in like characters talking and stuff. But in the American version, there will be fully voiced characters and stuff. So things like that, I always like, you know, you have to wait. (laughs) I always like. You know, it sucks to wait for a Dragon Quest sometimes because they don't come out that often, but all these extra things I like, you know, it's cool. And I think a lot of people in Japan just don't care. They just want their Dragon Quest when it comes yeah. out. Like, just give me Dragon Quest. Um, so I'm excited. I've always liked the Dragon Quest series. And when they announced it, they showed a trailer. And I thought you guys might be interested in it because I know a lot, a lot of the times, depending on the game, though, I know you you can enjoy turn-based combat because you play persona yeah. but it depends on the game yeah, um but in dragon quest you can it's a mixture of turn-based or you can change it to the 3d plane where you move around kind of like xenoblade chronicles oh. combat and you can do that instead so you can okay. choose between the two um they did announce that in america isn't, isn't getting the 3ds version of dragon quest 11 but that we will be getting the switch version of dragon quest it still hasn't been announced or revealed yet so that's Whenever the Switch version comes out, even for Japan, that they still haven't shown anything and there's still no date for it on either uh, territory. Uh, Spider-Man. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm going to be getting that game, and again, I agree with you guys. I hope it's good. Insomniac Games has a good track record, and I think with them actually having... Um, I think this is going to be the first time with them with a property, right? That's not their own. Yeah, because yeah, they've done Resistance They yeah. did the Ratchet and Clank games They did, um uh, Infamous? No, Infamous was Sucker Punch Oh, shit What else did they do? Then? Uh, infamous? No, no, no What else did they do? Then? I'm trying to remember Resistance Sonyaic. Yeah Ratchet and Clank Shit, what else have they done, Joe? They they originally did Spyro Back in PS1 Oh, really? They did the Spyro games huh. Sunset Overdrive Oh, yeah Sunset Overdrive Uh-huh
1: That's all pretty much Ratchet and Clanks. The Spearows Mm-hmm
0: you know they they've made good games, so you know I have high hopes. I yeah I hope it's not button time, but I have faith in them that they won't yeah. they won't be over excessive.
1: I'm pretty sure people like have mentioned that too. If the mm. that's like the first thing you see, it just looked like very yeah very uh, quick timey, and then um, pretty sure they heard they heard the critique.
0: Yeah. Um, with Spyro, I'm. I'm stoked for that I like those games when I was a kid and it looks it looks great the update that they're doing with it and and with that I think I'm I'm gonna buy it when it comes out just because I got crash for super super cheap that it's like that's it's it's only fair and it's the game the Spyro games are being made it's not being made by the people who did the crash ports or, or the versions it's being done by Toys for Bob uh, developers and those are the guys who did the skyward skylanders games remember when oh, okay. skylanders the adventures of spyro that the first one oh, was Oh yeah, they yeah they're Yeah, they good with platform stuff i only ever played the first game because uh, i remember when when that game came out before it came out we got i ended up getting an advanced copy of it way before and i tried it out and that was the whole beginning of toys to life type of stuff yeah. I remember playing it and being like, whoa, the combat's fun. I'm like, this is actually, this, I'm not bored. Like, it's fun jumping. It was it, like their platform stuff that they ended up doing, their gameplay. The, the controls were tight where I was like, oh, man, this is really cool. The only thing I didn't like was, oh, man, to get through this door, I need to get a fire or a wind, you know, um, water, uh, Skylander toy, earth, earth. Heart. heart toy but I don't have it, you have to buy it. I'm like, oh, that's a sucky thing. But even <laughs> though this doesn't isn't have any Toys to Life integration, it's just the Spyro games, yeah. I'm excited, like you know the controls and stuff. I mean, it's, of course, they're basing it on the games that already have pretty nice controls for yeah. it, but it's not just going to someone that is learning, it's, it's actually a company that's done it right, you know? So I'm stoked about that. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Kotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. welcome back and for this week's topic i kind of wanted to bring up something that kind of makes sense because we've talked about it in news but it's just like even a topic and something we kind of touched upon during the interview with um with terry that i had are game developers allowed to be creative and what i mean like what I mean by that is, um, I was watching a, a really good, uh, if you've never watched on YouTube, it's a YouTube channel called stop skeletons from fighting. And they had a good episode. It was the ambitious music of Tim Folan, And it's a pretty good, they do a little documentary of someone who's never been like completely advertised. You know, it's not well known, like certain composers and video games. But with what he did in the early days of video games and being able to make music with the limited technology that he had and actually was able to make music, I I highly recommend to watch that video on YouTube. Later on in his career, once, you know, I think it was like in the late 90s, he kind of says he kind of got out of it because he wasn't allowed to be creative anymore. That it it ended up becoming like working for a company, you you had to do it this way type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that stuff happen a lot with games, I, you know, talking about Shadow of, Shadow of Mordor um, that we talked about earlier, um, Star Wars Battlefront. These are all decisions when it comes to the microtransactions, loot boxes, all that stuff. It's coming from the corporate companies like EA, Activision, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Games. They're coming in and saying, hey, you have to put this in your game. So you're having these developers, you, you know, you have the developers Make creating their game and they're being forced to tailor their game. If they make a game and they're told, Hey, the hot thing now, a game you've been working on for three years, the hot thing now is loot boxes, add loot boxes to your game. Now they have to balance the game where, okay, what do we have to do to not break the game? What you know, we have to do this because this is what you know, the focus testing groups are saying, Hey, people like games where you play co-op so now a series that is mainly probably single player has to have co-op now or has to have some online to it kind of like the first Tomb Raider the remake they ended up doing you had Tomb Raider but they added co-op they added a online multiplayer and you're like wait Tomb Raider's always just been a single-player game now it's being forced to have multiplayer in it some games could do it some of the Uncharted games they were single-player games. Never had multiplayer. But when the second one came out, they had multiplayer. Other games too. And I mean, again, it's Naughty dogs so they they tend to be creative. And I'm not saying that developers, the developers that are forced to do it, aren't creative enough to make it work. But some can and some can't. But I'm not saying that they're not creative. It's just they're probably given more time, unlike the other developers. And even with The Last of Us. You hear, what? There's multiplayer in it? But then you heard it was really good, good multiplayer, yeah. you know? So you have that, but it's mostly like you're having companies, too, that are purchasing certain developers. Like um, I think it was Black Box, the people that we liked that did, skate. you know, Skate. Now those companies get disbanded when they don't have a good game. Like Skate 3 didn't do well. Right. No more Skate Games. We're breaking up those the, that company or the, those developers and now they're going to go on our EA North team or, or South team or, you know, BioWare. Okay, our third team's going to do the new Mass Effect. What? Mass Effect didn't do well? Cool, we're closing that company down because we told them to do it this way. Or, or you know, it's just you're seeing all these things happen and even Criterion Games, they, they did the Burnout series. They did Burnout Paradise and then now that company just kind of splintered And there was no more burnout games and, you know, just all this stuff. You're just seeing this and it just seems like it's it's the company's bad choices that they're making the developers do things to where they can't be creative anymore and just make a fun game. Like, hey, you know what? This is our game. We want it to be this, 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 and that. And that's it. And then they're working on it for years and then they're saying, change this up. People like death metal stuff. So make this a dark gothic game and you know what I'm saying is nowadays, like, can companies still be creative? Are they allowed to be creative?
1: I feel like it's bigger companies that really can be creative. That's why you look into like indie games because there's so many more that mm-hmm. that are just like get more creative. It's things like Catherine and Catherine fucking uh, <laughs> Celeste. Yeah, uh, they're. I mean, it's a very simple game, but it's very original. Somewhat, somewhat, somewhat original. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's like super Meat boy, but. It's it's different than anything else, I and mean, I I feel like that wh- who made um a way out who published that was that EA that
0: that was EA right? yeah. and that's what yeah. makes it surprising
1: yeah yeah see that's that's I mean it's a smaller team that did it but it's still like they they got they were the um I mean they they fucked with them because because of, of the money right they fucked their, they fucked them for the money yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean but then I'm it's always. It seems like it's the first game that does really well, and then they, they kind of force them into doing something that they don't want to do. Yeah. And then it ends up being shitty, and it's not successful, and they're like, "Oh, let's fucking just close them down."
0: Kind of like Mortal Kombat, and then Mortal Kombat 2 the movie uh-huh. that we talked about yeah. earlier. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it all connects, people. <laughs>
2: I feel like the bigger issue isn't so much. Um, it's not so much. I mean, it is. It, it is something that. The creators and the developers do get stifled in their creativity but I feel it's more of an issue when it comes to triple A games. Mm-hmm. You know, your indie games, less, yeah, Deep, I ten, feel ten, like ten. They're, they're less meddled with but when you have a game and the board is expecting you to sell six million copies yeah. copies because six, you're million fucking copies. <laughs> six million copies because the budget of this game has fucking ballooned up to like a hundred fucking million dollars. <laughs>
0: uh-huh that is. is
2: exactly when creativity goes out the window yeah, you know for something fortunately you look at a company like ubisoft i think you know for a while they've been in a bad they had been in a really bad I and mean, i'm not saying they're out of the rut but i mean every game was the same far cry 3 far cry 4 um watch dogs assassins creed you know and even like i like watch dogs too but watch dogs too you had the same it was the same game, just a the kind of Big improve. map with a, with a shitload of side uh, with uh, Assassin's Creed. Big map with a shitload of missions. But a lot of them were fetch missions on the second one. Yeah, I mean, and, and even if they fetch weren't, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. It's like, you though. look at each one, of the, even the racing games had, like, uh, for a while, it was like, everything involved going, uh, climbing a fucking tower to open up the map. Mm-hmm. Every fucking one of their games had that. Even mm-hmm. the racing games, I heard... Had something where it, maybe it wasn't climbing a the, tower, the but a car to had to drive up a <laughs> tower. Yeah, you know, it, no, it was like something where you had to do something up along those lines. Himself. Yeah, it was just fucking ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. man. And th- there's no creativity in that, yeah. you know, it's just a formula at that point. Um,
0: and that's the thing like, did you watch this week's Jim Sterling episode because it was talking about Ubisoft games and how they are the same? You see that across all their games, like we were talking about right now. And they're they're a good company, but that's how they're able to release a yearly game and just kind of farm out these titles. And even in the new Far Cry, was it Far Cry Four? What's it called? Five. five oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't never I don't really played them either. that much. But Far Cry Five, even there, they're like they're like, hey, go up a tower. Don't worry, kid. You're not gonna always have to do this. Like they're self aware and they knew people's problems with climbing the towers. Does that make it better? You get what I'm saying? Like, them being self-aware. Like, hey, kid, you're not going to have there's to do this all the time. There's still
1: some stuff that gets repetitive. Yeah. You don't, It's not that. If it's not that, it's something else. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking this I, because I don't really keep up with this. When's the last time a big title, like a AAA title, was delayed? Because I feel like they have to meet deadlines, and they fucking force them to meet those deadlines, and then it ends up like not being a great <laughs> right, game. Right. I mean, what? I mean, that's uh, with the expe- exception of, of a Rockstar game.
0: Yeah. Cause rockstar don't give a fuck. Yeah. Even though like Take Two's like, hey, we need to know, and they're like, hey, we making money, so shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> um, delayed, delayed. See, that's that's where it's tricky because in a lot, like a lot of people could say, well, Spider Man was delayed, and you go, wait, but they never said when. Yeah, they never. Yeah. They never get. I say when it's a firm date. When they say, hey, it's supposed to be out July seventeenth, and it's not out. That that and they say okay now it's out September. That's what I count call um, a delay. A delay. But delay when empty. they when I don't count it when it's like coming out twenty seventeen yeah. and it doesn't make it. Not it's not like no, date, it's, yeah. it's time in twenty seventeen. So I don't count those as a mistake. Um, it's more
1: like a, yeah, it's the yeah. estimated time.
0: And if they don't make it, that's why they say coming out in twenty seventeen means they're not sure. Yeah. You know, but when they give the actual when they give an actual month and the day. That's what I count as that, and if they don't make it, you know. But, like,
1: those yearly games, like, you feel like they, those just come out yearly, and there's, like, really no delays, and they just mm-hmm. fucking pump them out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what, what I, I can't, yeah, I can't really think of one that, again, I, a firm date, Yeah, you know.
1: But yeah, you don't see like college, the Call of Duty's come out because
0: uh, they're not allowed delayed. to.
1: Yeah, seriously, I'm saying like yeah. they work them fucking crazy. Like I mean, they're not the best games, but they're also not bad. There's like there's uh-huh. some there's they're broken at first, and but they fix them. But I feel like that's why. But they, hey, they, they every work time after when they, when they
0: launch and the online servers aren't working, we didn't estimate this many uh, people yeah. playing the <laughs> our game. But you had a fucking beta that is oh, yearly coming out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think as as costs rise as the game is you know like we're saying you know it's it's a triple a thing and it's not all triple a but mm-hmm. i don't know man once once a company starts seeing uh or once it's once it all, all it becomes is about the money yeah the creativity is out the window mm-hmm, yeah. microtransactions and then like exactly i consider you know a lot of times i consider microtransactions and things like that more like a, uh, like you were saying earlier a studio exec meddling with a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the Weinstein thing. Whenever it was like, you know, there were, there were certain movies out there and he was like, nah, we need this. I know I, I know what we need. We need this. And, you know, he's basing, he's not even a fucking director, but he's basing it off. I of just like, yeah, I know the movies. Okay. Yeah. I, I know movies yeah. this is what we need. And that's what I think a lot of times where creativity gets stifled is when they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we need microtransactions. So now a company that has a great idea for a game and they're like, well, now we got to shoehorn this in. We gotta go back now and, you know, it's just. Giant robot. Ro-
1: robot. What was it? Ken a robot a spider thing?
0: Oh, the giant spider. Like a, you gotta work yeah, that you in there. To ha- you gotta work a giant spider in there. <laughs> what was that from? That was when he was writing the Superman script in the early 90s. And I forget the guy, but he wanted a giant spider. For Superman to fight a giant spider. And I forget his name. I don't um, know. But. Kevin Smith was like, okay, and he tried everything he could to fit in a giant spider. And then, you know, the Superman movie never happened, and I think Kevin Smith went to go watch a movie that he worked on, which was uh, the amazing Will Smith movie, Wild Wild West. And he was like, man, this movie's dog shit. And when he was watching the movie, then the next thing he knew was like, there's a giant fucking spider in it, like a mechanical <laughs> spider. And they fit the spider in... John uh, Peters. Yeah, John Peters. Um, they fit the spider in... Uh, Man of Steel. Really? Yeah, it's the thing that, like, if you you never watched Man of Steel, huh? Uh-uh. It's a piece of shit. But yeah. it's this thing that comes down from the sky and it's just probing the world. So it's. And Superman has to fly through it to destroy it or something. And that's how he fit a giant spider in, in there. But it's, it's more of like. You didn't really notice it was a spider, but I was like, that's a fucking spider. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, it's true. It's. I think also, like, the reason why. I kind of brought this this topic up about if creators are if they're allowed to be creative was just because of that one piece from uh, stop skeletons from fighting and Tom Fallen saying like he kind of got out of it because he didn't feel like he was it wasn't being creative anymore and I think that's what kind of gets me is like some people who work in the industry like all right this is just how it is and we can't I don't know like. I'm not saying they can't be creative about stuff but it just sucks like someone having to feel that way you know like feeling that like oh this is i, I can't really do what i want yeah. and like sometimes creating something creating something like that is is a committee of people coming together and being creative together it's not just one person but like having having that happen just kind of sucks and and even with stuff that can't is like triple a like kojima has always been the type of person to be able to do his stuff you know like fully, like, how he wants to in the, in the limited amount of technology that he, he has available to him. But then we saw what happens when a, a company is, you know, kind of controlling what he could do and, and what he can finish when he did Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. And what happened was we got an, you know, incomplete game and something that Kojima couldn't fully put everything that he wanted into it and that you know and that sucks that that's his last game in the metal gear series to go out that way so, with someone who's that big of a creator and i think it's different when it becomes giant huge creators that they're allowed more leeway into doing what they want to do in the realm of, of of what they can do with you know money costs and all that stuff but you know i just this that in general is why i brought it up and and what i don't like about the whole like what i hope like i hope it's they can be creative, but then there's also, like you said, Joe. If it's the big budget games, hey, you're not you're only allowed to be creative in this amount of money. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
2: and you know, you know, and then um, you know, th- there's other reasons too. Sometimes there's, you know, that and I also think sometimes too, like you know, it, it's not always a bad idea to rein some of that creativity in, because sometimes That's you get true. stuff like. That's a little too out there, and and there has to be a fine. There's a fine line to where something's creative to where it's like, hey, this isn't gonna work. I get mm. what you're trying to go for, but it's not gonna work. And I gotta say, like like one one, a uh, game in mind is the Star Fox, the Switch Star Fox. Yeah. I mm-hmm. got what they were trying to do, but I think if they had if Nintendo had had someone random them and be like, hey, you know what? This is probably not. This isn't gonna work. Yeah, you know, yeah. This is not a bad thing. This. this it would have, you know, gone a long ways to making the game a lot more successful, than, you and you know, being
0: Star Fox on
2: the Switch, Wii U, the Wii
0: U. I mean, and if you think about it too, like Platinum Games did it. They they've done a lot of good games, but they also they did Star Fox, they did the Turtles game and stuff, and they did the Legend of Korra video game. And and in those situations, they're a they're a studio for hire. Uh-huh. So I think a lot of it has to do with. You know, okay, Nintendo's hiring us to do Star Fox. Okay. They're like, hey, add motion controls. Cool. You're paying. We're going to do what you want. We're not going to... That's what you want to do. We're going to try to make it work. You know? and Now, if it was a Platinum game-made game, they probably would have been like, this doesn't work. We're not adding it to our game. But since Nintendo's like, hey, we're fitting the bill. You're creating our game. We want motion controls.
2: You know, Kid Icarus is another prime example. Yeah. Weird control scheme that I think would have benefited if it had a more... I
0: I, I liked Kid Icarus, you know. I, I thought it was cool, but I mean, having to play the way yeah, just having to like claw your hand and like okay, I'm shooting yeah. you and the buttons and you, it came with a stand so you can play the game. And you would think <laughs> they would have learned
2: that, you know yeah. what I mean, from 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 that game. But no, it's like they went into um, Star Fox and was like, no, nah, no, nah, we need to do it again.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, you're right. Even with like the Castlevania games for DS were. They had the motion, like, draw on the screen to do a spell. Uh, I forget which Castlevania it was, but, like, if you defeated a boss, you had to draw the symbol. If you missed it, you'd have to fight that boss over again. That sucked. And that was forcing touch controls on... Nintendo's really bad with that. Forcing what about the
2: Zelda The Zelda games right? The DS ones?
0: Yeah, the Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, you had to use the touchpad. It's funny that you bring that up. I hear Spirit Tracks is a little bit better, but Phantom Hourglass is really forced into that. Mm -hmm. Um, which is funny because, um, Cody's back and he asked me, he's like, hey, can I borrow some 3DS, DS games? I'm like, sure, what do you want? Like, this is what I have. He's like, oh, let me, let me borrow all the Zelda games because he just finished Link Between Worlds. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And I let him borrow all the Zelda games. He's like, hey, how are the Phantom Hourglass? And I'm like, ugh, the DS games are, they're only touch controls. Stuck. are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, they are. He's like, no, for real. Like, you can only use touch controls. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. Which one? The Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Are they really? Yeah. Even I remember I went the day I bought The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, I remember being all excited. And no joke, I started playing and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, man. All right. And I played, probably played like half an hour. Oh, I'll come back to it later. It's been, what, 12 years? 10 <laughs> years? I haven't really come back to play those so, so yeah thanks guys that was a conversation i was looking for you beautiful bastards you sexy bitches all right um well that's going to be it for this week if you want to send us any questions comments or concerns you can send it to us at third podcast at gmail.com or third party controller podcast on instagram remember it's third party controller podcast with a three i am your host jesse P.S. Lira with
1: Beto Esparza, a.k.a. Vladimir Poopin'
0: (laughs) and Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we got to get the job done later.
1: On Instagram. I, just recorded them.
0: I don't know why Selena's timeless. Yeah, it really,
1: she really is.
0: No, yeah, yeah. It's like you can have you I don't know, it's like you can be at Mexican weddings, any Mexican event, and when Selena's on, you're just like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like you
1: see like I didn't realize how like how big she was until like the Kardashians dressed up as her for fucking Halloween.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that. And really they were just they they weren't really dressing up as Selena, they were dressing up as J Lo well true I
1: love Selena they go up to her like hey I thought you died <laughs> <laughs> fuck I hate every Yolanda I thought you died.
0: every Yolanda I hate cause like, she killed you <laughs> <laughs>